360 with Katie Wolf on Mix 104.9. Thanks to Joyce Main Darwin. You may have read in the paper today uh, that the joint management of federal government controlled national parks is going to be reviewed and three Territorians are going to have key roles in the process. Now, joining me on the line to tell us a little bit more about the situation is the Federal Environment Minister, Susan Lee. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie, and good morning to your listeners. Now, Minister, can you talk us through um, what is going to happen with this review and the involvement of the three Territorians? I've established a senior advisory group to look at how we jointly manage Commonwealth National Parks. As you know, I travelled and spent quite a bit of time in Kakadu towards the end of last year. Following that, we made a number of structural changes within Parks Australia. We've got two park managers, including at least one traditional owner, and we've got a key senior executive position relocated from Canberra to Darwin. And this is the next important step. I mean, we know these sites are incredibly important for cultural significance, for environmental biodiversity, and we're reviewing the management of national parks, make sure that traditional owners have the right say at the right time. Minister, I guess from the outside looking in, for plenty of us Territorians, there'll be people asking, why does it seem so hard to get it right here when it comes to Kakadu? I understand that, and I always listen to Territorians when it comes to Kakadu because I'm conscious, and I saw that with some of the issues we faced with parks, that feeling of everything is being done from a long way away, i.e. Canberra. So part of this group, which, as you say, will have three Territorians, Joe Martin-Jard from the Central Land Council, Shane Stone, well-known to everyone as a former Chief Minister, mm-hmm. and Nolan Hunter, uh, who was involved in the fight for native title with the Kimberley Land Council. Uh, we've also got Denise Bowden from Yossi Yindi Foundation, and the, task, uh, the group will be co-chaired by Amanda Vanstone. Look, no. the, these, 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 these individuals will really um, bring together not just their own expertise and history, but that listening and that understanding. What type of timeline are we talking here in terms of the review happening and, and being able to get some of these changes implemented? Towards the end of this year, six months, uh, they'll be busy. They'll travel to the parks that are in the Territory. They'll also go to Boudoury on the New South Wales South Coast and they will come back to me with their thoughts. But they, those thoughts will be informed by the conversations they have with Territorians, not just those who live and work in the park, they're obviously really important, but by everyone. When I was in the Territory, the conversations I had with the tourism industry were very important. And getting that right between continuity and certainty for visitors is often, and hope will soon again, come mm. from international ports to see our parks to give them the best possible experience but to also recognise that we have to do it in the right way with traditional owners. So there's a, there's a very practical edge to this. As you say, people have been frustrated because it hasn't been right. I'm determined that we get it right. Mm-hmm. This is part of that. But I mentioned those other changes that we've made about management, about reporting, yeah. about traditional owner involvement. And look, it's one of the areas of, of my portfolio that I keep a really close eye on, Kakadu and what's happening there. What do you think needs to sort of happen or what do you want, uh, you know, the advisory group to really be looking at as a matter of urgency and, and happening as quickly as possible? I don't want to forecast what they might find. I will always say to people doing a review on our behalf or my behalf, you know, 
feel free to bring back the recommendations that you want to. And that will happen in this case. Uh, I management The current management model has been in place for 40 years. And maybe there are, in fact, I know there are ways that we can improve it. Perhaps the way the board meets, talks and makes decisions, they themselves have told me they'd like to see that changed or refreshed in certain areas. Better consultation was a theme that I got very strongly from the different groups in Kakadu. Everybody that uh, has represents country there and is a traditional owner needs to be heard. But ultimately, decisions need to be made for the benefit of everyone. How you do that is a challenge at times, and it's certainly a challenge with a management model that's 40 years old. So we can do better and we will. Yeah, absolutely. I do note this morning uh, on the ABC online, it is being reported that a powerful land council's been urged to call a special meeting to discuss the closure of one of Kakadu's most well-known tourist sites amid a court battle over a sacred site. Um, It says in the report that Parks Australia is facing charges for carrying out work on a sacred site near the Gunlam Falls Infinity Pool, uh, but court proceedings were on Monday delayed again in court. Mick Markham, a Bolmo elder has, uh, who chairs the, the Gunlam Land Trust, uh, has now written to the Northern Land Council asking them to call a meeting to propose the closure of the entire Gunlam region. Mm. Um, uh, firstly, I mean, what's your reaction to this situation and how did, how did we get this so wrong? There are some technical matters that are preventing the court case proceeding at this stage, however, I expect that they will be resolved. Mm-hmm. The most important thing is that we now have the right certificate to do the work at Gunlum relating to the walking track. I met Mick when I was there and other traditional owners on site and I saw for myself what their very real concerns were and I understood those concerns. And my total focus is how we improve the engagement and that's part of what this advisory group is about but in terms of the actual walking track and the, the, the site itself, we have the certificate that effectively gives, a, approves that work yep. and that can take place and the right consultation has happened. And I'm certainly not going to say things were done as well as they should have been in the past. But the focus is how we get this, this engagement with traditional owners right as we, as we look to the future. Minister, are we at risk here of having a situation, though, where the Gonlam region is closed? Uh, I'm not going to speak for the traditional owners, and I'm, I'm simply going to say I want to hear from them every step of the way with the concerns that they have, whether directly or through the current acting director of national parks. And I, I really mean that because... Having spent the time that I did at Kakadu, I gained that really powerful appreciation of what matters to them. And I think there had been some disconnect between their very real concerns and the administration. That's not to point the finger of blame at anyone. Sometimes the systems just don't work as well as they should. That's what I saw. That's what I took steps to fix. And of course, I regret many of the issues in the past. But we need to get this right now, and we will. 
Yeah, I think, you know, you've hit the nail on the head. We've got to get it right. I know that it's not only Territorians who want to be able to enjoy Kakadu, uh, interstate visitors, and once we're eventually in a situation where our international tourists are allowed back, um, you know, I guess there'll be some people listening this morning, though, who will be thinking to themselves, how are we in a situation, you know, with, with this consultation where we've somehow ended up, uh, you know, with with the path on a uh, on a sacred site. Um, look, uh, I, I don't have answers to all of those questions, but what I can say is the government's commitment to Kakadu, which we made clear with our funding last year of a over two hundred million dollar package, seventy million dollars for Kakadu to improve the roads, the visitor sites, and of course we want international tourists to be able to access them. Yep. And uh, notwithstanding all the problems, it is an incredible place. It will be a shining light when international visitors come back to Australia. Um, yes, there's been challenging times. I'm certainly not going to shy away from that. But with the sort of people we have at the table and the commitment from all sides, I know we can get there. Well, Environment Minister Susan Lay, we really appreciate your time this morning um, and on very short notice. Thanks for chatting with us. That's okay. Thanks, Katie. Thank you.